Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. What up, y'all? It's Tiva from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which could be a trying existence at times, and well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play, okay? Spread, money line, over-unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late, you got your party late, you're hanging out with the fellas, the girl fellas, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in, you can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheered for these same things. So, what are you waiting for, okay? Download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, Welcome in. Uh, This is SNAPS, a daily college football podcast here on the Volume Sports Network, right? YouTube.com slash The Volume if you ever want to watch live and chat with us. Also, uh, if you just ever Google Snaps Podcast, um, this show shows up and you can listen to us every single day. So uh, normally I come in here and I'm smiling and acting a fool and we engage in an hour of um, fun and juvenile humor laced in with some college football takes and... Uh, Unfortunately, today is just not going to be one of those days. I've, I've been doing radio for about um, 10 years, uh, almost on the dot. In October, I'll be 10 years on the dot today. And these are the type of shows um, that are always the hardest to do because, again, you know, I, I generally think of this just as entertainment. 
and I just want everybody to sit here and have fun. Um, but every now and then you get an intersection of serious subject matter um, in, in, in the sports world, right? And you have to talk about it. And we are a college football podcast and by far the biggest news of the day today involve some additional details about a tragic incident that we hadn't actually talked about on the show here before. Um, a fatal car crash that took place January 15th that involved some Georgia football players and staffers. Um, at the time, I, I, I was wondering if we should have talked about it, and um, we did not. I wasn't sure if I felt bad about that or not. Like, I don't know if we did the right thing or not. But again, generally, we try to keep this all pretty light. And I, I guess you could even criticize us for now talking about it simply because it involves like a major name, whereas before it wasn't like a star player or something. So we didn't give it the live day. And if you were to criticize that, I would not blame you um, because I feel that. But it's a sad day and it's a bit of a somber day as uh, it's impossible to read about what has taken place and not feel a bit sad and somber. Um, I guess I should introduce us. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Bear, and uh, I'm joined as always by UGA QB1, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's going on, man? Man, I'm, I'm with you. This is, uh, first off, hello, T-Bob. Hello, everyone listening uh, on the volume. It's, it, it's tough because it, it just, it, it makes you realize, just the whole incident, just I was talking to my wife earlier about it as, as things were coming up, and uh, she she's an attorney. This isn't her expertise area. She kind of guided me towards someone that knew a little bit more about it, but just kind of talking with her about the whole thing, and we kind of sat back and just, you know, not about Jalen or the legal action, just about obviously the two lives that were lost and, and how you can live, no matter who you are, live, live a really good life, clean life, perfect life, whatever it is. No one's perfect, but you can strive for all that. And, and one small mistake could cost your life or two people's lives. And it's just, it makes you, you know, realize that and, and kind of sit back and, and, and make sure you appreciate everything you have because it can be, it can happen so fast. It can happen in a blink of an eye. And that's exactly what happened. You know, you're you're on top of the world. You're you're celebrating back-to-back national championships. You are yeah. the kings of college football. You're undefeated season. Uh, everything. You you feel like you're you you're 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 god on campus. You can't be touched. We we are invincible. We are you know football players. We are six five, three hundred pounds. We're intimidating. We're big. We're strong. But yet we 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 bleed. We die we live a life like everyone else and, and that moment of being on top of the world got taken away um obviously way 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 too soon which is the whole the whole as long as we don't forget this part of it like these were two lives that were lost as we discuss yeah. kind of what we do you know what the news with Jalen today and, and that unfortunate circumstance and his involvement with the entire thing so um it, it's tough and i'm sure it's tough for the family now having to once again continue to relive that that fatal night yeah, so and, and and I want to be clear about this in the onset of the show today. I guess the main thing for today is we'll just go through the facts of the case. As there's been some really excellent reporting on this, probably the um, mm-hmm. the best example of which is a long AJC article that really, I mean, they, they did the research and pretty much have laid out exactly what happened. So we'll give you the facts of the case. I'm not going to dive into a ton of opinion. I mean, um, I, th- I think I have some... I don't know if advice is the right word, maybe some insights, some personal anecdotes maybe to offer at the end. But but I want to be clear about this. Um, this entire show is going to almost carry a theme of coexisting truths, right? Where mm-hmm. 
somebody can have done something really dangerous that not only put themselves in danger, but put others in danger and they can be in the wrong for that. Um, it can still be a very sad situation all around, mm -hmm. right? For those who are in the wrong, for those who passed, for those who survived, it's, um, it's just it's it's just awful. So let's let's get into some of the facts. And so the Athens Clark County Police Department released this statement. Um, I will uh, read it. This is says as a, the, the first part talks about as a result of the ongoing investigation into the January fifteenth fatal crash, and then it gives the address. Um, the police department has secured arrest warrants for Jalen Carter for reckless driving and racing. "Quote: The investigation found that Chandler Lacroix." driver of the 2021 Ford Expedition and Jalen Carter, driver of the 2021 Jeep Trackhawk, were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly after leaving downtown Athens area about 2.30 a.m. The evidence demonstrated that both vehicles switched between lanes, drove in the center lane, drove in opposite lanes of travel, overtook other motorists, and drove at high rates of speed in an apparent attempt to outdistance each other. Evidence indicated that shortly before the crash, the expedition was traveling at about 104 miles an hour. The toxicology report indicates that LaCroix's blood indicated that LaCroix's blood alcohol concentration was 0 0.197, which is nearly three times the legal limit. I added that in at the time of the crash. Uh, quote, investigators determined that alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed were significant factors to the crash. Um, now, um, so even there you see kind of what I'm talking about here, right? Like, like certainly, um, LaCroix driving that car at that speed, endangering others on the road at a hundred miles an hour, that is wrong. It doesn't take away any of the tragedy of this young 24 year old woman, Chandler Croy, mm -hmm. losing her life or a young 20 year old offensive lineman who had the world in front of him, Devin Willick, losing his life. Um, Warren McClendon, uh, another off attack of Georgia, was also injured, as was another staffer, Tory mm. Bowles. Um, so Jalen Carter was allegedly racing LaCroix by the time the accident happened. This is where it gets bad for Carter. Um, he fled the scene only to come back an hour and a half later and offer inconsistent statements on what happened. Uh, according to the interviewing officers in the AJC article, um, Carter first said he was nearly – so he, he was – if you apparently the 911 call um, on on one of the 911 calls, a, a person references an SUV matching Carter's description, still being in the middle of the road, and a big man looking on the accident. Um, Carter then allegedly left the scene, and he was called back by police an hour and a half later. Uh, he first told police that he was nearly a mile away at an apartment when the crash happened. Um, then he said that he had been following the car when erect close enough to see its taillights. And finally, at one point he acknowledged that he was alongside the other car. Uh, the police did also find scuff marks on the roof of Carter's car that appeared to have been caused by the downed power lines from where, uh, of which the expedition ran into when it went off the road. Um, I think it's been interesting to note that Jalen Carter's blood alcohol content was never tested. And there was actually also another vehicle involved in the racing, allegedly. And that was driven by Jermon Dumas Johnson, who was actually just charged last week with street racing and reckless driving in an unrelated incident that took place five days before the crash. So as it sits right now, Jalen Carter has been charged with reckless driving and racing, both of which are misdemeanors. Um, I'm not a lawyer. We can get into maybe some of that with Aaron and who's he's talked to. 
Kirby Smart and UGA have released a statement saying, quote, the charges announced today are deeply concerning, especially as we are still struggling to cope with the devastating loss of two beloved members of our community. We will continue to cooperate fully with the authorities while supporting these families and assessing what we can learn from this horrible tragedy. Jalen Carter, for what it's worth, on his own Twitter has responded with a notes uh, statement saying, this morning I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports have also have circulated this morning containing inaccurate information concerning the tragic event of January 15, 2023. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is represented. There is no question in my mind that when all of the facts are known, that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. Now, I have been in this for a while. I would say to hesitate to let this statement convince you on anything. This is clearly drafted by his lawyer. And as his lawyer, he's working with his client's best interest at heart. And he needs to say that he's going to be fully exonerated of any wrongdoing. That feels a bit tough where I'm at now. Um, Aaron, before and sorry to just like I, I feel like I just do a huge exposition. No, it was really well done. We had to yep. get through that. Um, those are the facts of the case as we know them now. Um, what has been maybe your reaction or the local reaction? And and the, the craziest part about this is Jalen Carter was set to take the stage at the NFL Combine mm-hmm. thirty minutes from when this story broke, which in a lot of ways, you know, people obviously knew about this story. They weren't saying it publicly yet. It's probably good for him because somebody would have asked him about this there on stage and that could have been um, even worse for him. But um, what has been maybe your reaction or some of the local reaction to the, I mean, already what was a devastating story, right? But to our layman understanding outside of looking in, it just looked like a single car wreck, just devastating, a bad choice. Now it takes on deeper, even kind of more saddening layers. What's been the reaction? This was somewhat known throughout the state, uh, depending on on certain circles that you you, you run in, of there was more than one car involved with this, that racing was going on, that there was not only another one, but two actual vehicles involved with with the race. And and, and obviously rumors swore that that Jalen was in one of those cars. So you you never want to just start spilling out news as, as an ongoing investigation was going on. When it's all speculative and until it, it, it's yeah. released and then now it is released and now you can kind of confirm from what has been talked behind the scenes of, of, of what did go on that that tragic night um i think the, the the thing that people the discussion that has gone on and will continue to go on will be how much of how how involved was he and i think that's that's where the legal line is drawn here street racing is is obviously that's where the misdemeanor comes in the the word manslaughter gets thrown around and i've seen it in our chat i've seen it on social media i've, I've seen it in the yeah. news of of it does this get to that level and are there going to be further charges for jalen as more and more details come out from talking with some people about the whole situation because I'm, I'm not a lawyer i'm i'm, I'm going to try to educate myself as much as i can unless there is some sort of a clue according to some of the people i've talked to that are familiar with the case unless there is some sort of intent or action that say he swerved at the vehicle and that swerve or he hit the vehicle caused that vehicle to run off the road into the power line into the tree causing the death of these two young individuals then then the discussion could possibly turn a little bit towards what is the the severity of the charge against jalen carter but 
as of right now, street racing in the state of Georgia, while it is illegal, does not turn it into this into for him to a manslaughter case right now. So that's kind of my knowledge of, of that at the moment. I'm sure this is once again, this is all evolving. You know, a month ago when this happened for the general public, this was a one car accident. This was a, a tragic event. Yeah. And most people had no idea that there was other cars involved in this or that Jalen Carter was involved. Fast forward a month and a half. Now, all of a sudden, Jalen Carter's involved and he's being brought back to Athens to, to, to face these charges. So more and more will come out of this, I'm sure. He will sit down and give his, uh, another statement to the police at some point, either today or tomorrow this week, and more details will continue to arise from this. This is, this is not the end of it. Um, they're going to do their jobs and, 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 and we'll find out more and more details. But like I said, as of right now, this is just a misdemeanor for for racing in the streets of Athens. And I hope, you know, I hope it's, you know, for Dumas Johnson, who just got arrested again, you would have hoped he would have learned his lesson from his teammate a month ago. I, I, I just, to me, I just don't know what more needs to happen for these kids to understand. Stop racing. Stop. You know, you're not professional yeah. drivers. You're not on a racetrack. You're, you're, you're driving through the streets of Athens, Georgia, man. Like, like the street that this accident occurred on, I lived on that street and I know that term. And it is, it's going 40, 45 miles per hour. It gets a little bit dicey at times. You, you, yeah. It's one of those streets where you feel like you have to slow down as you're getting there. So just my plea to all kids and, and, and especially those kids there in Athens and everyone, not just, just stop racing. This is yeah. this is an uh, should be a, an, an eye opening experience for everyone about how fast this thing can turn. So, um, yeah, it, more and more news will come out of this. I'm I'm sure of it. And this is just unfortunately this is just the beginning. We're gonna have to continue to relive this for a while now. Yeah. So I okay. So it, yeah, as far as my own kind of personal um, advice or whatever, as you want to say, I, I'm I, I'm with you. So look, I am I am. Um, no angel myself, right? I got a DWI in college. Now, uh, I was lucky enough that nobody got hurt or anything. And I was in a parking lot, but I'm not going to pretend like that was the only time that I drunk drove in college, especially not at the beginning, right? And getting that DWI at the time felt horrible. It was uh, very embarrassing. Um, you go to class and your, your face is all over the newspaper. Everybody's glaring at you. You know, basically everybody's seen your shame uh, writ large. And at the time, like I said, it felt terrible. It ended up being one of the best things, uh, that had ever happened to me as I was just kind of checking out in a lot of different ways. And I was making a lot of bad choices and it was something that really kind of made me, um, alter the path of my life. Right. And so I was one of the lucky ones where I didn't hurt myself. I didn't hurt anybody else. And I was allowed a path to mature and to learn from my mistakes. Um, unfortunately, mistakes can be grave enough sometimes we don't get that opportunity. And so as I was getting that DWI, uh, working to get it expunged my record for whatever that means, because I mean, if you can Google, it's also there and everything. But like, you, you have to go through um, a lot of community service, a lot of like mothers against drunk driving classes, which are absolutely devastating. Um, and a lot of just safety driving courses, right? And the one thing that people are always coming back to and the police are always talking about it is, I mean, obviously don't drink and drive, right? We hold that to be self-evidence, but it yeah. is speed. Like, like the faster you drive, the more dangerous it is. So I don't care how old you are, where you're driving, mm -hmm. what kind of car you're driving, just be careful. And just, you know, 
I get going 10 over or whatever. I'm not saying you have to be like under the speed limit, but 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 you should not be driving ridiculously fast. All you're doing is endangering yourself and um, endangering others. RJ in the chat's kind of on run right now. He says he might drop a few spots, but that's literally it. Nothing will come of this, and everyone forget about it soon. But today, everyone has to overreact and act like they're so sad. Uh, here's what I would say, RJ. Um, to imply that the kind of somber nature that I'm feeling right now is performative or that I'm acting like I'm sad, uh, I think that's the height of absurdity. I, if you spend an hour and a half um, reading about young people in their young 20s who have lost their lives, right? Daughters who will never go home to their fathers again, um, sons who will never go home to their mothers, promising young lives. I mean, the young girl that passed, is she in the wrong for what she did? Yes. Doesn't make it any less sad. She had a bachelor's degree. She had a master's degree, a double degree, uh, pursuing her dreams in sports administration. She is now dead. Um, multiple lives will be ruined from the fallout of those deaths. Jalen Carter's life could potentially end up being ruined by this. So to act like being sad about a situation like this is performative or ridiculous. It's just the first time that I ever actually engaged in reading about this situation. And it's impossible not to be terribly sad. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like Aaron said, I mean, these, these people were all on top of the world. And then a few minutes later, they didn't exist in the world anymore. Um, so I vehemently disagree with any notion that this is somehow put on um, well, more so than that in terms of nothing will come of this maybe for what mm -hmm. it is right now these are two misdemeanor charges but this is not concrete this is not the last step I don't mm -hmm. know there are a lot of people that you will talk to that say that he is lucky to have not gotten charged with manslaughter we talk about causing a, a swerve or what you were talking about Aaron I mean they were street racing as the evidence shows, um, according to business uh, business footage, and they're not releasing to the public as an active case, but reportedly from the AGC surveillance footage from um, you know normal street cameras throughout the city, business cameras shows as the police report talks about racing where they're going into opposite traffic, going in the median, passing up cars. So I don't know that this is not going. And I don't want Jalen Carter to get. I don't want his life to be ruined over. There's been enough lives ruined over this, but I don't think you can sit here and say it's just as simple as, ah, oh, it's a couple of misdemeanors. Um, it is what it is because I guess it co no. coexisting truths, right? I feel awful for Jalen Carter at the same time. Um, it's pretty fucked up how this all went down as you also, uh, again, the 911 call talks about a man standing, looking right. over the accident and then getting his car and leaving. That means that allegedly Jalen Carter saw the accident as he was right behind mm -hmm. beside the car, which he later admitted to, looked around, uh, would have seen just devastation, bodies, and then left the scene only to return an hour and a half later. That is um that is brutal. That 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 yeah. is that is that that's it's it, so it, it's just ugly all the way around, and I and I hate it all the way around. And I guess if you're looking for something to be gleaned from this, it's just that hopefully other young people can look at this and just say it's not worth it to to do that. And I do think it's unfair to say that like Jay, this is just a a blip in in Jalen's life, and Jalen's going to forget about this, and he's just going to move on to the NFL, and he'll get his his fine, his slap on the wrists, and maybe he drops a couple spots in the NFL draft. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But for, for you to say or anyone to think that this won't affect him in the rest of his life, you're crazy. You know, I, I've never experienced 
tragedy like this in the sense of like being at the scene of an actual ac accident that you know people lost their lives but i've experienced death in my life and and i think about that all the time and and, and the memories i had i mean these are friends these are obviously really good friends the fact that they were out together and, and engaging in this yeah. sort of activity these weren't two people that hated each other they were boys i'm sure they participated in other events off and on the field together when you lose a brother and that's what we are in the football family we are we're a brotherhood i mean you, and we've seen it how much it has affected that football team since the life the loss of both these lives you don't just shrug that off because now all of a sudden you're in the nfl and making millions of dollars and oh I, I, my past is done my sins are forgiven i forget everything up until draft day and now it's, it's i'm born a new life like no that, that's not how it works you're still a human you you have a conscious and 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 he will hopefully grow from this and hopefully be able to you know maybe even share his message to to young kids across the country and use his platform to hopefully speak out against this, you know, essentially stupidity of, of racing and drinking and driving and all that yeah. and share his experience. And I, I, you'd hope you'd do that to, to mentor yeah. the next generation of kids. I was a part of a tragic accident. I was stupid. I was young. I was idiotic. I lost a brother. I lost two friends. And, and, but to say that just because he's a guy that's going to get paid millions of dollars and have this opportunity to play in the NFL, that this is not going to affect him. I think is is irresponsible to say. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great point as well, right? Um, because sure, it's a lot of conversation about like his draft stock and everything right now, which just feels a bit untactful um, today. I don't know if untactful is the word, but it just feels a little out of place today. But I think Aaron's point is the greater truth there. Uh, regardless of what happens to his professional career, this is something that he is going to have to carry with him um, the rest of his life. And, and that is not something that's going to be um, easy to overcome. And again, you can be in the wrong and I can still have empathy for you, right? Which is pretty much how I feel about every character engaged in this, right? Now, thankfully, because they were in the wrong, like street racing the manner yep. which they were. Thankfully, they didn't hit anybody else or injure somebody who wasn't involved at all. But it's um, it's it's impossible not to feel a bit of empathy. And, and, and maybe I sound even like I was lacking a bit of empathy just now when I'm talking about Jalen Carter surveying the scene and fleeing the scene. Again, I think that's wrong, but I do understand um, why he did it. Panicking, knowing what's on the line, who knows what sort of headspace he's in. And a lot of times when you're in that situation, the first instinct is to run. So again, I'm not trying to sit here in judgment of anyone. I'm trying to lay out the facts of the case. And then like Aaron pointed out, I think hopefully um, sometimes the only thing that you can hope for from ugly stories like this is that maybe it can prevent and I guess it's an impossible thing to prove because how do you prove that something prevented something? But like, hopefully this prevents somebody from making the same poor decision and prevents somebody else from not coming home uh, to their parents. Like, unfortunately, two people did not in in this um, story. I don't know that there's much else to talk about on this um, on this topic, Aaron. I feel like that's probably. Yep. You're going to do it for today's show. Do you have anything that you want to add? No, no. Um, yeah, I would just say continue to pray for for those families. I think I said earlier, man, but like, you know, every article, every update, it, 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 and this will affect, we talk about affecting Jalen, obviously this will affect these families forever, but every time something new comes out in a case like this, 
it especially hits hard for those family members who lost yep. a blood relative um, because yeah. they're having to relive it with new details and, and more and more thoughts of what if, what if, what if, what if this didn't happen? What if this happened? What if this person wasn't evolved? What if drink it, whatever it is. So just anytime there's an update, you know, my mind always goes to the, those family members first because you know it hits them a lot harder than anyone else. So continue to pray for them um, as, as this whole thing unfolds. And, you know, we'll continue to keep you updated and, and, and we'll continue to see what we you know if there's more to Jalen's um, involvement. Like I, like I said, with you, I don't think anyone wants Jalen to go behind bars. Um, hopefully this was no. something that, you know, it, it is a, hey, man, learn from this, tell your story, help out the community um, kind of situation in which, you know, no further action is going to be needed other than the, the, the misdemeanors that he faces right now. Um, all right. I, I, so that'll do it for today's show. Uh, you know, you can always sub to the pod. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, normally it's, you know, very juvenile and fun and entertaining show. We'll get back to our regular programming, uh, tomorrow, but, um, yeah, today it just was not appropriate. So, and, and obviously we'll continue to update the facts of this story as it continues to develop, as this is going to be one of the main sports stories around college and the draft. Um, that is, um, it, it's, it's going to be around for the next few weeks, right? Certainly, uh, to say the least. So again, like Aaron said, um, huge thoughts and prayers and support to the family members. They're going to have to listen to their families talked about, and then hear stuff like, what does this do to his draft status and all this stuff? Yeah. Like, it's just ugly, man. It's just ugly. Uh, thank you to everyone in chat for hanging out with us. A huge thank you to, um, the volume sports network, uh, for, you know, allowing us to do the show. Huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, our excellent producers, uh, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Danny Carnez, Adam Gracia. Um, thank you to FanDuel um, for, for, for uh, you know, helping to put the show on. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with more snaps. I wish you all very safe and um, a, a very blessed day. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Bet the NBA on TNT with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right, y'all. Every single Thursday, doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel, already have an account. Every Thursday night, you get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. NBA same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, and you can build your own or just choose one of the popular same-game parlays already made for you in the FanDuel Sportsbook app. We've got Sixers versus Mavs. Both the time that's recording have lost a couple in a row. But you know what I saw over the weekend? Joel Embiid make the greatest shot that never was. And so my dumb brain says, you know what? He's mad. He's going on the road to Dallas. He's going to show out. So give me the Embiid over on points. Give me the Embiid over on rebounds. And give me the Sixers to cover. If you think that's dumb, you're probably right. So go make your own. Prove me wrong. And however you want to play, you can bet the NBA on TNT every Thursday night. Again, no sweat, same game parlay, new or existing customers. Let's head to FanDuel.com slash snaps. Download FanDuel today to get in on the action. And if you're in Massachusetts, great news. Get ready. FanDuel is coming soon. And you can go check out FanDuel.com slash mass and take advantage of their great pre-live offers. Let's make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of, you guessed it, the NBA.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.